0: You are listening to the one and only Visionaries Wrestling Network. Envisioning excellence and providing your perfect podcast experience. This is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, we recap the TLC pay-per-view, including Charlotte's questionable actions. We have NXT and AEW having crazy nights last last night, I should say. And, uh, you know... That and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band for Ringside Podcast.
1: I hate when all the bands start to melt.
0: Wasn't my best. It wasn't my best. Hey yeah,
1: man, you don't. You'll make it up. Ditch said nine
0: to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the Band for Ringside Podcast. As always, I am your host, Bill Veggi a.k.a. If you don't eat your
1: pudding, you can't have any heat. How can you have your heat if you don't eat your pudding? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, you don't get that at all. <laughs> okay, <No. laughs> kind of give it to me. Who is it?
0: That's from Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall. It's it's okay, a terrible
1: see, British accent. M- <laughs> my boy, Carrillo, would love that. He's a huge Pink Floyd guy.
0: Uh, to my left, as always, we have 2 beers. Zach Pullman. Oh, mm. beers. Zach Pullman isn't here. He's on his way here, though. Yeah, so he says, like I left the front door unlocked, so hopefully nobody steals anything. From inside my house, underneath the tree, but to his left, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB?
1: Allow us to bow our heads as I pull down the latest edition from the Band from Ringside Podcast, volume 135. 135. Chapter, three, <laughs> chapter 3, verse 14 of the Good Smart saith Hashtag Boo the Heels. It is all good, baby. Listen, share, subscribe, repeat. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I'll see you next week. Um, you, We were talking about what we are going to – start the show off with, and I'm interested. You kind of said what you were talking about with Charlotte, and I guess I saw it and didn't really see it, but we're going to delve into that more. But, yeah, I want to definitely talk about the Charlotte thing, and obviously, AEW and NXT had Monster Nights last night, so definitely want to talk about that as well.
0: AEW and NXT had Monster Nights. Uh, You know, every time I listen back to this podcast, I feel like I repeat what somebody says back to them. Maybe that's good (laughs) radio. Maybe it's bad radio, but you know what? That's Bill radio.
1: No, All bullshit aside, both shows were good to great episodes depending on which shows you were watching and what part of the show you were watching it at. Um, Maybe the best one either one of them has had since the Winston Night Wars began. And that's kind of what I was saying on Twitter last night, and it wasn't really cracked down on. But ultimately, this is why I, I want AEW to succeed is because that will make... NXT strive to do better, and then you would hopefully have two shows doing as best as humanly possible to get eyes on the product, where Raw and SmackDown basically have Mondays and Fridays on lock. This is a different type of show where it's more sports entertainment, and obviously I'll beat that drum to death. But yeah, Wednesdays have been really good, and last night was a great example of why... Competition is good. You know,
0: good. maybe it's uh, by virtue of the fact that SmackDown has been so bad lately, or maybe it's by virtue of the fact that we do this show on Thursday, which is, I mean, SmackDown seems like a lifetime ago in terms of wrestling years, but I mean, there's not much to say about SmackDown, and we don't talk very much about SmackDown on this show. Uh, we will continue to talk about pay per views. If you guys think that we should talk more about SmackDown, which I've heard no feedback from, when we do get feedback from our listeners, which yep. we always appreciate, find us on uh, at BFR Pod on Twitter at BFR Pod on Instagram, uh, F- Friends of BFR on Facebook, Man from Ringside on Facebook, on Twitter at BFR Bill at BFR JCB at BFR Zach with an H at BFR. Lucha, Lucha Chris. Chris. Oh, by the way, shout out to Lucha Chris, who's yes. got the BFR, uh, the satellite BFR show going <laughs> over there in Kansas City. BFR getting over. We love you, Lucha Chris. We Bottom can't one, wait to an have anchor,
1: you back. Uh, Spotify, all that good stuff. Cannot
0: wait to have Lucha Chris back here for um
1: for a good old podcast. You yeah, know? just say, like get the, the old band list. back together. God forbid we can get uh. Tender Mahal in this joker, it it would really get ugly. We We don't
0: have enough microphones. (laughs) Uh, We're coming at you from the exquisite... Bill's Basement uh, in snowy normal. South St. Louis. Uh, it snowed this week. I, I love the way that it snows real hard here in Missouri, and then it warms up real fast, so then the backyard is just a fucking lagoon <laughs> that my dog <laughs> can run around in and just fuck up my couch. People keep uh, driving this
1: nonsense. You know what?
0: Let's just get it going. Let's get going to that. three counts. One, two, three. What you got, JCB?
1: Well, we're going to jump back to uh, TLC pay-per-view on Sunday night. Uh, Obviously, this is where Raw and SmackDown will get a a lot of our play going forward. Um, The biggest takeaway for me, personally, was a match that I kind of wasn't looking forward to, but kind of wanted to see how it unfolded, how it was actually going to be booked, was Bray Wyatt versus The Miz. Now, obviously... The separation of Bray Wyatt from The Fiend was, to me, a curious way to kind of book book this angle, play it out, however you want to call it. Um, the match itself kind of went the way I thought it would. Um,
0: it was not a good match.
1: I didn't expect it to be a good match. You just didn't really know what to expect and to kind of see.
0: It was dog shit, though.
1: I don't. I'm not gonna call it. Dog I mean, shit. it was a
0: character match. It, right. it was. It was a match trying to put over Bray Wyatt's character. Exactly. Less than a match that, it, like, as a wrestling fan, it was more sports entertainment.
1: Exactly. And there, out thinking lies the rub where you could see it felt like Bray was kind of playing with Miz, not necessarily taking him too seriously. And then once Bray decided to turn it on, it was basically over. Um. I guess I said it last week, and this is a great example of why I think they just need to take a month off. And Survivor Series, I think, is a good way to kind of finish the quote-unquote season. Regular season? The regular season, whatever you want to call it. I, mean, I know we're getting ready to go into playoffs in in NFL or whatever, and at college or college football for that matter. But we always say that the year ends, the fiscal year ends, with wrestlemania and then the night after wrestlemania on that raw basically starts a new season there this needs to be an all-star break or some sort of break whatever you want to call it just to refresh and everything because a lot of these matches new day and uh revival it was good but we kind of seen that before i thought alistair black and uh bloody murphy was probably the best match but you kind of knew who was going to win there
0: so, just to follow this metaphor, because I kind of like it, like you would say that the season starts the night after WrestleMania. That would be That be opening will, night.
1: Yeah, your opening night where you would get, you know, debuts, right. swerves, all that good stuff to start setting up. And then when you get to Survivor Series, that, uh, that's the that, All-Star break. That's your All-Star break where and you then take you a get, month off. You get, and get from then you, Survivor
0: Series to the Royal Rumble as the second half of the season, right. and then from Royal Rumble, Rumble to WrestleMania as the playoffs.
1: Essentially, yeah. Love it.
0: If it it makes sense that way. I I love it. Yes. Okay, go ahead.
1: But I guess that's why I'm saying because, like I said, to me, these were, I won't say throwaway matches, but just short builds, not much to it. There wasn't a whole lot at stake. No. um, Even with Roman Reigns losing, which obviously I thought that was one of the slam dunks going in. It only for me just reinforces my thought that he's going to win the Royal Rumble.
0: Only one person had Roman Reigns losing.
1: It probably had to be you because you're saying it.
0: Nope, it was Sam.
1: Ain't this a bitch?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, before I get too far into it, uh, we did have we did have a clear winner this year, this week.
1: <laughs>
0: there were only six matches. Uh, Bill and Sam tied for last with. Well, I'll say we tied for third yeah. with three. Uh, Zach and JCB tied for second with four. And Murray, the Murray Man Murray, a.k.a. Lucha Chris, up oh, K-Fabe style, K-fabe style. Uh, had five. The only one he missed was Roman Reigns. He had Bobby Lashley.
1: Yeah, okay. And that's why I was, once again, thank you for going back to that. So now you, Bobby Lashley and Lana are getting engaged, and they're still bringing up Rusev in the promo. That's why I'm saying on Twitter, this feud isn't over. No, as no, much no. as you might want to think it's it's going to be over,
0: it ain't over. The Rusev the Rusev Bobby Lashley thing is not over because I think that WWE sees it as really good TV. They get a lot of hits on YouTube, which is how they one of the ways that they gauge yeah, for sure. popularity these days. And next week we're going to have a wrestling wedding and I think we might have one wrestling wedding since we started this podcast. There might be one wrestling wedding every two years.
1: What was the wrestling wedding on the podcast? I
0: cannot remember. But I will say this. Wrestling weddings in general are very good. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is going to be a shit
1: show. No, they're great. What? So like Rusev's going to come down and stop this shit? Yeah,
0: he's going to throw cake in people's faces. I mean, how many bad wrestling weddings have there been? I mean, we have Dan O'Brien and AJ Lee, which was a good one. Yeah. I mean, the ultimate one is Macho Man. And,
1: and, and uh, Elizabeth, where we, Jake the Snake undertake a break. We had CW.
0: Edge and Vicky.
1: Yeah, okay. Fair. All right.
0: Yeah. I'm 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 missing a bunch. There, I'm there's sure but, there's more.
1: Oh, yeah, there's plenty more, and 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 some that are not even WWE-related.
0: Wrestling weddings are good.
1: I just, I don't, uh, I guess. I mean. Come on. Just. No, i I just, this one's just going to have Christmas to play itself time. out. No, I'm not going to shit on it. I'm just saying if you're going by what Rusev has been so happy about, he wants, he should want this wedding to go off without a hitch because that way he doesn't have to pay alimony. So why stop it? Oh, well, I, mean, I mean,
0: you're throwing logic into it. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <Stop. Okay.
1: laughs>
0: so, uh, New Day went over Revival.
1: Uh Good match. It was, but like I said, it was nothing that we haven't seen before, and uh, it just keeps you know new day hot. And were you surprised that Corbin went over? Upon retrospect, no, because the only thing I was it ahead, just keeps heat, it keeps heat on Corbin and keeps him relative. But that's I've another
0: never seen, that's another feud that's not ending.
1: No, and now going that will spill into the Royal Rumble where somehow they'll be in the Rumble match at the same time, and then it'll end. Probably in that way.
0: You know what I hope? I hope that they have Reigns versus Corbin at the Royal Rumble as a one-on-one match so neither one of them is in the Rumble. That would be better, right?
1: Yeah, but then... Because then it
0: takes Reigns out of the equation. Yeah, come on now. Oh, Reigns could win the Rumble? Of course he could.
1: Of course he could. But it, here's my question. As it stands, you have two champions and Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt. Yes. Or The Fiend. Whatever, whomever you want to call it. Okay. So the Royal Rumble winner obviously gets a title shot. Uh-huh. Logically, there's about maybe three to five guys that have a legitimate chance to win it. One of those guys is Roman Reigns. Yes. Okay. At all times. Okay. I'm From going- here to eternity. Yeah. In- until I mean, until we- he's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. He's always got a shot. Right. He's getting back to the title. This is his one true way to do it. Not unless you come up with some fuckery to where, well, yeah, if somebody else wins. He wrestles that person, and he gets the that. Either way, ultimately, well, if they're telling the, they're story. going back to where he's yeah. going to be facing a champion at WrestleMania. If
0: they are telling the story that the fiend is unbeatable until somebody takes him down, it would make sense that Reigns would be the one to take him down.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I, no, I totally That's get all that. I'm saying, I'm saying they can get they can get there without him winning the Royal Rumble.
1: I, I, is next week the Beavers? Next week is the uh Be yeah Beaver Awards
0: because I don't know if we've had this in I I don't know if we've had this in previous years when we do our best of, but if we, did we
1: ever do like the biggest d- disappointment of the year? I'm yeah I'm sure we have
0: because I got mine ready made. I'm not gonna say <laughs> what it is, but I got mine ready made.
1: No, I'm I, I'm pretty sure, and I'll listen to last years, but I'm pretty sure we did biggest disappointment.
0: And we did it at the end of the year. We did not do it before WrestleMania.
1: No, we do it at the end of the year. It was the, the, the last year. podcast yeah. of yeah, the year. Yeah, we do yeah. it at the yeah. end of the okay.
0: year. Um, so let's get into this Kabuki Warriors versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. And I even sound racist when I say Kabuki Warriors. I feel like I need to remind people not that, a fan. that uh, they're the ones that came up with those those names. Yeah. That's what it sounds saying. racist. Yeah, I'm not a fan. So the Kabuki Warriors, which is just Asuka and Kairi Sane, uh, two uh, Japanese women, who are crazy good in the ring.
1: Damn shame it's a tag team.
0: Damn shame it's a tag team, uh versus Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch, who are the two best uh what what did the Japanese call white people?
1: Uh Genjins. No,
0: not that's not it. What the
1: fuck is it?
0: No, uh gringos. Uh so it's That's not uh, Japanese. <laughs> I know. That's the joke. So anyway, it's Charlotte <laughs> Flair and Becky Lynch versus the Kabuki Warriors. Um there was a spot Kyrie Sane takes some 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 kind of concussion during the middle of the match. Uh there's a debate online. WWE did nothing by the way to mention this. Oh no. They sh- they they need to though. Like if you're going to be taken seriously as a billion dollar product and as People who, as a company, who's supposed to be taking concussions, CTE protocol seriously, when something like this happens, they have to come out. They have to say that Charlie got fined or what, whatever. So, somewhere along the way, it's a tables, ladders, and chairs match, which means it's a ladder match, which means that the team that climbs to the top of the ladder and grabs the belts off the
1: the thing this hanging at the WWE top of the, it yeah, it's WWE,
0: titles. huh?
1: This is WWE. They're called titles. Yeah, but we're
0: Smarks. I'm talking to Smarks.
1: <laughs>
0: so she's got to grab the, whoever grabs the belts gets it. Kyrie Sane gets concussed somewhere throughout the match. There's a spot where Charlotte goes to spear Kyrie Sane on the side of the ring. Uh, Kyrie Sane does not take the spear like a wrestler. Like she kind of gets hit in the stomach. You know, it's wrestling, so she's supposed to sell. She doesn't sell at all. She just falls down, falls down. I mean, she looked like, I mean, she looked like just somebody who lost their legs underneath them, which is not the way that, I mean, she's 24 years old. I mean, she's a, she's an elite athlete. She should be in her prime. Right. Well, she is in her prime and she's in great shape. And this is not, I I mean, I've watched physically, I've watched 15 Kyrie Sane matches, at least from front to back. This is not the way she does it. Charlotte stands over top of her, slaps her in the face right away. She's standing over top of her, just bends down, smacks her in the face, and then there's a table sitting ringside that Charlotte picks Kyrie Sane up. Kyrie Sane did not know that she was getting picked up for a powerbomb. She was dead weight.
1: You guys can probably find this online if you haven't seen it. This is after they were throwing her over the tables back and forth, correct? Yes, yeah. It, it, there was about eight minutes left in the match. Okay, I do and remember Oscar being basically soloed for a hot minute. I was watching it.
0: Uh, I was. I was. I went to bed early the other night. I was watching on my phone, and I was like, "Oh, that chick is concussed, man. That is." And then when Charlotte goes to pick her up, Kyrie Singh doesn't realize what's happening to her until she's kind of up, and she refuses to pick. You know, in most times in the power bomb. You pick yourself up so your abdomen is in the opponent's face. If you're taking the power bomb, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're on their shoulders, you're getting ready to take the power bomb. Kyrie Sane kind of refuses to do this for a while and starts hitting Charlotte on the arm, which is not something as somebody who has watched as much pro wrestling as I have, that's not something that happens very often when somebody is willingly getting ready to take a powerbomb. It it seemed to me like Kyrie Sane was saying Please don't do this. And Charlotte picks her up and puts her through the table with authority. I mean, she power bombed the fucking shit out of her.
1: Yeah, I marked for it. It It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I do remember that. It
0: looked bad to me. I was tired. I watched the rest of it. I went to bed. I checked out Twitter the next day. And And it was, was on. It was on. There was a lot of people on Twitter saying that if this was a lesser known wrestler or a person that made less money than Charlotte did person that was lower in the company. And they did this as somebody higher in the company. They would be fired on the spot. It was dangerous. The thing that fucks me up is that the the referees, there's two referees in a tag match for a TLC match. And they were both standing right there. The thing that fucks me up is that both of them are, their job is to protect the wrestlers. It's Charlotte's job too. Right. But it's their job to be the failsafe, and then protect them
1: from themselves.
0: They also have the mic or the headset. Vince and Michael P. S. Hayes and well, whoever the
1: hell. Whoever apparently, the hell Vince else. wasn't. Th- Vince and Triple H apparently wasn't there. Is that true? I didn't read the whole article, but apparently, supposedly, whatever word you want to use, I'll go with supposedly. Uh, they weren't there. At TLC. Now, for whatever reason, I don't know. I didn't actually read the article, but supposedly they weren't there. Go ahead.
0: It looked dangerous as fuck, and I think that Charlotte, at the very least, you. I mean, if you watch the match, you can see Becky Lynch going after. After Charlotte did that, Becky Lynch went over to her a couple times to, to check, check on her. her, and every time that Becky Lynch was supposed to hit her with a chair or something, she, I mean... Raised her with a chair yeah. or didn't touch her at all. Right. Like she was like trying to act like she was slapping Kyrie Sane and just wouldn't touch her at right. all. Like yeah. it was, she was treating her like somebody who was hurt, but they were trying to get through the show. So I guess my question to you is, hmm. what should the punishment be for Charlotte and, or when's the last time you can remember something like this happening? Because, Rarely happens where somebody is so obviously hurt, and I know that we're just smarks, and I know that if you like wrestlers, kind of resent smarks like us talking about the insider shit like this because we've never been there. I remember one time I said to JBL when I lent out my my bar to do a WWE show at my bar, I went up to JBL. I was kind of drunk, and I talked to him. I said, hey, who's going over tomorrow night? And he goes, do you mean who's winning? Like, JBL JBL did not like me using the term going over.
1: Right. But, kind of, you know. There's a thing what it
0: is. (laughs) I know. There's a thing called a potato, you know, where there's a thing called a receipt, where somebody doesn't sell something well enough, and then the wrestler goes back after the person and actually hits them or hurts them. And what it looked like to me just a smirk. <laughs> is that Kyrie Sane didn't sell the spear. You can see it in Charlotte's face where she's like, why the fuck didn't you sell that spear? Right. And decide to pick this person up and power bomb her through a table. And that's called a receipt. I know that's called a receipt. But it seemed like something <laughs> –
1: it, it seemed strange to me. Uh, you were watching it in real time. You didn't see the same thing? I saw it, but I just saw it in just – uh, a hive haze where it just it kind of melted into the match. I do remember Kyrie Sane tapping Charlotte on the shoulder, but for me, it just felt like this was a part of the story where the animosity set in. Now, I do agree with you on the fact where Becky was checking on Kyrie Sane. that was the first time I really tripped off of it the chair shots would reinforce that, okay, something was up. And then from basically that point, it was Oscar basically running the the majority of that match to, to its finish. Now the question, what should happen to Charlotte? Look, as far as I'm concerned, I'm a firm believer that everybody has to be treated the same way. The superstars are going to be treated differently. That's just, it's no way around it. You're, you're not going to treat your best employee, with we'll just use a sports analogy. You treat Michael Jordan differently than you treat B.J. Armstrong. You treat Scottie Pippen differently than yeah, you Yeah, but B- I
0: mean, Michael Jordan is not the one putting people through tables when they're obviously concussed. Hey, we have Two Beer Zach Pullman has joined us. What's going on, Two Beer Zach Bowman, How you doing? Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tell them, that man yeah, just got oh, off work? Oh, yeah, this is the worst.
2: But I'm going to see a new Star Wars movie tonight, so. Okay, see, S- see, you got to rub that in. Really? Right here in my oh, face. dude, my kids are crying. I just, like, besides, like, I just got off work. My my little kids didn't know that I was going tonight, and they're fucking bawling their eyes out because they wanted us all to see it together for the first time. News to me, this is what I do every time. Just, <laughs> just tell them that you're going to see Jumanji 2. Maybe would cry harder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw it the other night with my little, it was okay. That's Star Wars Jumanji.
2: I'm looking forward to it, actually. Yeah. Anyway, sorry we got us way off track.
1: No, I was about no, I, I mean... heard
2: you were talking about the uh, the Kyrie concussion. Yeah. It so was, like, you... obvious to
1: everyone but the people in the match, apparently. And that she was fucked up. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I was baked, so, I mean, you know. j Bill didn't realize it. <laughs> <He> didn't <notice. laughs> I was, like, half... well, no, I mean, no, like I was saying before you came in, I didn't really start to know if something was up until Becky was on the outside. You can tell she wasn't attacking and then the chair shots were clearly not I mean, hitting the mark
0: we don't yeah. do video anymore but j bell is wearing a crispin washer right now <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, I was say, there's enough hatred for me out there don't do to me like that no zach what i mean
0: so i noticed we, when she... we already did the we we did the play-by-play i guess my question to you is should charlotte be punished I don't know about punished. I mean,
2: I feel like they they just got to work it out professionally. Like, do you um, think
0: it was a receipt? Do you think she was mad at Kyrie for not taking the spear well enough?
2: I'm wondering about that because she sandbagged that spear, and she you could tell she was like immediately pissed. I don't think she like, sandbagged it.
0: I, I think, think yeah, you I mean was Kyrie?
2: Kyrie. I think Kyrie just was. She yeah, that's what I mean. She, she was sandbag, there. I, I, sandbags kind of a going yeah, for say I, that, she, she was just dead weight. But yeah, she was
0: just out in her feet. She didn't want to take a bump. Sandbag is what JBL did to the Miz back in the day. Yeah, like, mm, this wrong. is not
2: that. This is just her not wanting to bump because like she was out of it. She was out of it. And but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, it goes it goes up, you know, because you got the one, you got the wrestlers who were in there like kind of putting on this show, and like props to Becky for actually kind of being the one to like corral everything. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's. How many refs are out there? Two. There's at least yeah, two refs. Two. What the fuck else are you doing during a TLC match besides making sure everybody's okay? And then you got the, how many people in the refs' ear? Like
0: nobody's paying attention. Were you listening to us? No. <laughs> no, no I mean, no. Go, go ahead. I'm not like you're not going over anything. Uh, you're going over stuff that we already said. But I mean, yeah, this is funny, only this is only reinforcing our point. Yeah. It was
2: just it was just wild. I noticed because uh, I had the iPad out and I'm like snuggling with my daughter because. I was watching as I cooked dinner, and the first couple matches were banging. I'm like, oh, dude, what's up? I'm like, Humberto and Andrade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, cool pre-show match. Sorry, kickoff. Vince is listening. Uh, and then we have you, uh, the opener, which is like, super yeah, creative, like fun ladder match. And then we've got uh, uh, Black and um, Murphy, Murphy. And I'm yeah. like, this t- fucking TLC thing. Is really pulling yeah, it off. It was popping. And then it yeah. just shit the bed. And then <laughs> I was like, like so I was just kinda checked out and I was like kinda half watching. I had the iPad on my lap, like very low sound, and then watching something with my daughter. And I looked down, I saw that spear and I was like, Oh, that was weird mm. and then I see this power bomb and Kyrie is like fighting so hard to not go up for this powerbomb. She's even like
0: uh, slapping dead weight. At her. Okay, and yeah. that's why dead weight. And that's
1: why for me just looking at it it just looked like this is just the part of the match. Powerbomb, vicious. I was like, "Oh, I popped immediately and then that's when everything changed. Becky goes yeah, over, but- checks on her, and then the match proceeds." I'd go like ahead. to see what Every- I'd like to hear a wrestler's
2: perspective like cuz I don't know what the protocol is, you know what I mean, professionally
0: when something like that happens. I think that I think that when Kyrie started hitting, stallion when you need him. I know it, it'd be great to have him here, yeah, for this conversation, mm-hmm. just because he'd be able to provide a lot of stuff. Because I felt like when Kyrie started hitting her arm, when she was, and for those of you that haven't seen it, like her knees were around Charlotte's head, but she was laid all the way back to where her head was almost like right around Charlotte's waist, you know. Yeah. And then when Ky- I think when Kyrie realized what was happening, she starts hitting Charlotte on the right arm, not slapping her arm, not hard, but just slapping her. But like. but not in a not in a kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. She starts hitting her like, "Yo, yo, what the fuck I'm am I? The what the fuck, the fuck are you doing? Like, do not don't don't put me through this table." And she puts it to the table. I've already said it. Right before you he got here, she put her through the table with authority. Like, and then, like, she
2: did, like, this, like, oh, I am, like, Superman, like, kind of thing. Like she It's was,
0: almost like she didn't get it. Yeah. I, I, yeah because I, feel I, like- I can't believe that Charlotte, you know, a, a woman who was headlined to WrestleMania, who has been in many, many great matches, who has been wrestling for a long time, I can't believe that she wouldn't know what the protocol is if it seems like somebody's fighting... A powerbomb. And not only, uh, not fighting a powerbomb, but just not there for the powerbomb.
2: Yeah, especially, I mean, like... It's not not like Kyrie, working
0: not working with you for great, the powerbomb. Yeah. Kyrie's you know what I mean?
2: a fucking veteran. She's been wrestling longer than Charlotte Flair. Like, so... How... Is she? Has she? How old is she? I mean, Charlotte Flair hasn't been wrestling that long. But how old is Kyrie? To, how old is she? I don't know. I mean, like, she was... I know they cycle through, like, kind of aces in stardom, but, like, she was at the top of stardom for a couple years. Um... You know. So
0: she's older than I said she was. But I said she was 26, 24 I thought. You 24. Said,
2: they all look young, you
1: know. See? See. Women? Yeah, women. Oh. Attractive you, women. Are you they talking about blacks? Young. Yeah. Oh no, Asians. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean everybody except for us white. Yeah, oh yeah. Exactly. Don't y'all don't y'all, y'all age quick like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Check me out, women and POCs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm woke. I'll uh, say this. No, I'll I'll say this and just real quick. At the end of the day, Charlotte has to take some blame for this. She's not ultimately oh, the end-all to yeah. be-all blame. But, yeah, there's, I would like to think – There's blame to go that, around, but she's yeah, part of it. Yeah, I would like to think as you're working with her, and like you said, there are moves that need to be assisted moves. The powerbomb is one of those moves. And when you're not getting the help that you need to execute the move, you should recognize that there is a problem. Now, from that point, if you – want. I'm not going to sit up here. And my, my opinion is that, yeah, you're going to have to reprimand Charlotte, but you're not going to fire her on the spot. I'm, if you want to find her, you find Joe Schmo in these groups X, and Charlotte gets X minus one. You I'm know not, what I'm saying? I'm not
0: saying that anybody needs to be – I'm not calling for anybody's firing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if Curtis are not Curtis Axel. If Mojo Raleigh would have done this to, let's say, Seth Rollins, Mojo Raleigh be out the door the next day. If Mojo Riley was in some kind of match where he had to put so, Seth Rollins okay, to a just, table. Okay,
1: for the sake of yeah, Or just like the, some, some brawl or something. For the sake of argument with the Mojo Riley KO spot two weeks ago, if they got into a brawl and Mojo Riley hurt Kevin Owens. I mean, it's not even that because it would have to be in a match where a table spot
0: would have to happen. But like a Royal Rumble spot or something like that where a table came out, let's let's just call a royal rumble spot, right? And a table came out and Seth and Mojo were working together, and then Mojo, Seth was clearly concussed, and Mojo picked him up and put him through a table. Mojo would be fired the next day. Now, that's a little different because Charlotte brings a lot more money. Charlotte grabs a lot more money than Mojo Raleigh. But if the tables were turned, if it was Kyrie Sane doing something that was super dangerous on Charlotte Flair, Kyrie Sane would be fired the next day. That that I disagree with. I don't know. Didn't
2: they do that to CM Punk? Didn't he get a concussion? And they actually sent Kane out, who wasn't even yep. in the match, and put and him through
1: a table, table again. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was that a real rumble. That, that, that is a Royal That yeah. is
0: the story. We gotta keep it moving. Hey, do you want? Did you watch AEW and NXT? I did. Which one do you want? Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, well, I'll let you choose right now. That's gonna bring it to our <laughs> two counts. <laughs>
2: You waste. I will. uh, I'll actually go with what I thought was the better show, which was uh, NXT this week. I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed it. What? Yeah. Uh, Say it ain't so, Joe. I watched AW first, and then I watched NXT second. And um, I watched NXT first. Usually, uh, matches. That's usually the order is AW NXT for me. Usually in how I watch, and I didn't deviate from that. But usually, like by the time I get halfway through NXT, I start getting tired. Just my sleep schedule and stuff and yeah. do whatever I'm doing. I did not get tired. Like, I enjoyed this, and I, like, stayed up, and, like, I was hyped for, like, the whole show, even though for me it was, like, almost midnight. And, um, but, yeah, it started off super hot. Uh, best match of the night, uh, in my opinion, was the opener, which was uh, Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Hey, yeah, you tweeted, you mentioned me. Uh, <laughs> I was, like, popping for, for Johnny Wrestling to come out and, does like the interruption, you know, because I was wondering is like, are they going to have this be like a totally clean finish? And, right. you know, they kind of want to protect Finn because he's NXT, but he was main roster and he's former champion. and He's obviously you over. Couldn't, and, you
1: couldn't have Adam Cole lose. So that's off the table. So how do you protect Finn? Yeah. Get Adam Cole the win and set up. Another match. another match with Bowler versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah, so Go we ahead. have
2: like it was just really well done because there's your program and we knew it was coming and there's already a story built in because Finn you know would have already wrestled Gargano but uh, you know this he put him out like with that DDT. So anyway, this was like super dope match, um, total takeover match. I mean, this is Finn Bowler versus Adam Cole at Takeover. Yeah, like, basically to open a Wednesday night show. With no commercials, so I thought it was great.
0: There were basically two takeover matches. Yeah, on NXT, two you, takeover match. Actually, I would say, I would argue, uh, uh, Damian Priest and
2: Killian not Day. that one. No, <sighs> the Kashida and Cameron Grimes. I really, yeah, like that I like match. that match
1: better than uh, uh, Killian uh, Daniel. Oh, uh, we'll Priest
0: get and- back. To, we'll be, get back to the OB match in a second. But NXT decided last night that they were going to put on a pure wrestling show. I mean, yeah. there was. I don't think there were any even vignettes. I don't think there were any promos. It was a pay per view. Yeah, there was six matches think, no, in two hours.
1: I, there was like a, an EO Shirai kind of like mini vignette, and then her match. Well, came she afterwards. fought Santana Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Where the fuck has she been? Guessing? God, I, I mean, Garrett's that's see sometimes. that's, that's a. <laughs> I mean, that's a. No, it's just it goes back to what I've always kind of said. That WWE in general is really an, a, an embarrassment of riches when it comes to talent. We saw, what, uh, Deanna Perazzo on Raw on, on Monday night. Now here's Santana Garrett. You know, Chelsea Green is hiding in the mix somewhere. So, I mean, you know, this is what, as much as, you know, I hate WWE sometimes, this is one of those times where I hate them because Santana Garrett has just been marinating in this women's division. Not saying that she's come up and needs to be the champion, but, I mean, she needs to be on TV way more than just, you know, what I would consider a job to Io Shirai. Uh,
2: yeah. Fans didn't give a shit about her. Io was the star and Io was oh, yeah. the heel, which is really funny. they not give a they, shit about her eventually. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying they, they don't see her, they don't know her. They're right. conditioned, like, WWE, even NXT, like, you're conditioned, like, if – you're not out there winning, you don't matter. Like, that's just how the fans, and it, it's not their fault. It's just that's how, whenever you watch, like, that's why, you know, these guys we talk about all the time, they don't get over, because Vince will send them out for three weeks in a row to lose to a big star, and like, well, well, they can't get over. And it's like, well, dude, like, you fucking beat them three times in a row. Like, let them get a fucking win. You
1: know.
0: So it looks like we're going to Gargano.
2: Balor, which we should Balor. have had. Last time, so we're actually, it's coming It's coming along now. See,
0: you are worried
2: for no, that, it, it was Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, shit. I was worried that you know, so his fucking career was over. Who does Adam
0: Cole fight next? Chompa. Chompa. Yeah. Chompa, and then I think he
2: drops the title to him. I think that's the whole thing. I think that's why Chompa didn't lose in that four-way, or was it a three-way? Triple threat. Triple threat, and that's why Cole Woo-hoo. doesn't lose to Balor. Speaking of my language. Or to Green, like. <laughs> The whole thing is Adam Cole, Ciampa, WrestleMania. You know, you think they're going to wait that long? Man, it's a long way. I don't away. know if they're
1: getting past Royal Rumble with that.
2: Maybe yeah, Royal Rumble, Rumble. That's a big one. Royal Rumble is six weeks away. When's the next TakeOver, though? Uh, it, it, to to be, it would be Royal Rumble, yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah, so they can do it there. I just, yeah. Wherever. That's that's the plan, I imagine. Like, it just it just seems obvious.
0: That's their, if you had trajectory. to watch one match, would you rather watch Adam Cole, Ciampa, or Finn Balor, Gargano? You no, know my answer.
1: Gargano. Mm-hmm. Cold Chomp <laughs> intrigues me, yeah. man. Um, it really does. I just, I mean, the little uh, bit that we got uh, from uh, War Games, I'm just like, now add the title on top of it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Both matches are going to be great matches. Both matches will probably be takeover matches. Hopefully, they can. Oh, they'll drag both be takeover Gargano matches. Gargano Th- those Power those, out those to will both be
0: takeover matches. I don't know. Now that they're on TV, like
1: that's what I'm saying. Now that you're on TV, Balor Gargano might actually happen before can they do get it to for takeover. six
0: weeks before before they have think They
1: can. It's will they is the question. I think they can. I just don't know they.
2: They got plenty of people to to stay on TV, and uh, they got plenty of yeah. I was going to say like they can keep
1: them apart if you yeah. You know? If you can get you know the North American title, I guess is going to be an, an open challenge next week. So there's a week right there. If you can get Velveteen Dream back in this next six six weeks, that's you know time wasted right there. I won't say wasted, but it could be done. You just I would rather them not have the match before Takeover. That's okay,
0: just me. and yeah. Shayna Baszler, who has had the women's NXT title forever, mm. seems, uh, seems like it. I mean for for at least three hundred sixty five days, right?
1: I think it's combined over 400. This run is like Did she lose two. it and get it back? Yeah. Yeah, she's a two-timer. Yeah. Who did she lose it to? She a two-time. Um, um, who did who she, did lose, she it lose it to? Oh, shit. Somebody um, who went up. Bianca Belair. No. No, uh, she lost to somebody who went up. Amber Moon?
2: Was it Amber Moon? Was Ember Moon? I don't know. Obviously, it was not anyway, memorable. Shayna Baszler
0: lost to Rhea Ripley in a... I mean, literally a fucking great match. Maybe the best Shayna Baszler match ever. In a 23-minute match, uh, Rhea Ripley is a star. I know that she's got the uh, jet pack, Hmm. and I know they're sending her to the top, but, man, she's good.
2: She's so good. It is, like, the perfect thing to do. Like, we've said it, like, they need to take that belt off of Shayna. It was time, and it was time for Rhea We've all been big proponents, and they just they just did it. And I mean, like, it's fucking what we wanted to see. It was like a big celebration at the end. Doesn't little, that little mean cheesy. that Shayna Baszler is going up for
0: WrestleMania though.
2: Oh, Shayna Baszler is going up soon. Like, yeah, like they already had her like on those Raws and Smackdowns. You know, like yeah, they yeah, for Cole for and, reason. You know, yeah.
1: get used to this face. You know, yep. She's coming. Put her over, yeah. You know, over some of their biggest stars. You know, at at uh, Survivor Series, you know, she won the triple threat match over their two big champions. Absolutely. So I mean, yeah. And Becky doesn't job to anybody. Like she is the star of the company. So, well, she didn't. I know, but I'm just saying, but she she didn't win the match match either. So yeah, Bailey unfortunately did the job there. I'll I'll take it one step further where now apparently Stephanie Stephanie McMahon has come out and said that Ronda Rousey is coming back at some point too. So, yeah, yep. it, there's no reason for Shayna to be in an NXT anymore. If you want to throw her the rematch just to reinforce the real rip we started the title reign, that's great. But, yeah, there, un- unless you're just keeping her with the you know, Duke and Shafir, because I don't think they'll be able to come up to the main roster at this point. No. Not Unless you just want to keep them as, like, managers, you know, like, J&J Shippers, J security. Yeah. yeah, you you can do They're do not good role. enough to wrestle
0: matches, or else they'd be wrestling matches.
1: They're in dark matches, but, you know, we don't see that. Others do see it. They're not said, good enough to wrestle
0: okay, matches. But, so. but if they go
2: on the uh, – if they go – I'll be just the say on TV. Fair. To do the loops, it might be the best thing for them, because they can wrestle the dark matches four days a week, and they'll get better you
1: know. Okay, well, I'll just go like this. Shayna was on the way up. Now, I won't say on the way up, but she's leaving NXT. Now, where she ends up, we. Yeah, oh, I don't think it she's really...
2: plateaued.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, it, I guess it depends on where Rhonda goes is where Shayna, I think Shayna would go... Op- she should go opposite of her. I, I wouldn't want to see them on the same shows. They got the same kind of gimmick or whatever the case may be. Outside of from that, um, Rhea Ripley... I'll I'll echo what Bill said and people kind of forget. She was the first NXT UK women champion. You know, she beat Tony Storm. This was at the start of the year. And now she's ending the year beating arguably one of the best, if not the best, NXT women's champions in Shayna Baszler. So I mean and that's yeah, a good- if if the the pack wasn't on her at, in January. It's definitely on her now. And
0: that's a perfect reminder to let you guys know, our listeners, that next week is the beefers. We got to get our beefers stuff together.
1: Yeah, to, to I will say I'll listen to last year's beefers. Send a group text message of the list of categories, and then we can just go from there.
0: Okay, here we are. So, uh, the three count is AEW, Wednesday Night Dynamite, which happened last night, which... uh,
1: Apparently, a lot of people didn't watch it. Is that true? Uh, The numbers came out. NXT won uh, the ratings war for the week. Uh, I believe it was 746 to just a little over 500,000 for... AEW, and then they also won the demographic war as well uh, for, I guess, man, between uh, 18 and 40, whatever the case may be. So, yeah. 18 and um, 49. Yeah, big win for NXT across the board, but it wasn't like AEW was a bad show. I, I guess just people didn't watch it for no, whatever reason. No, in
0: fact, AEW was a great show. Um, like most marks, I taped one and I watched the other one live. Uh, AEW was
1: started off with Omega. Which one did you watch live? NXT. Okay, I watched two title matches. I just it was hard for me to be, you know, as much as I love AEW, to me when you have two title matches, that's the priority. But go ahead.
0: So I will say that I watched NXT live because I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch the entire thing. So. The reason that I watched NXT live is because I knew I wasn't going to be able to watch the entire thing. I knew that they were starting off with Adam Cole versus Finn Balor. Oh,
1: shit, I didn't know that. I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, I just I flipped <laughs> back. Whoa.
0: I flipped back and forth between the two. Uh, AEW started without a cold open. They didn't do the AEW thing. They just start off in the ring. Ding, ding, ding. Omega Page versus the Lucha Brothers, uh, which the Lucha Brothers won. Omega and Paige start pushing each other, and then not, and then the bastard Pack went backstage and went to fuck with Nakazawa, who they say in kayfabe style. Kayfabe style. That uh, Kenny Omega is best friends with Nakazawa, which I didn't know, but yeah, that's I mean, fine. They never came back to it, which is stupid. Yeah,
1: I was going to say if you're going if you're going to work that angle, I would. have thought maybe you would have paid it off that week. Now next week obviously you gotta at least give us a nugget, if not the payoff, but well not next week, two weeks. I keep forgetting that they're not gonna uh, have a show next week. Um two weeks from now, which is okay, even better now. Now you now that I'm thinking about it, that that's more acceptable. So now Nakazawa is missing for two weeks. Pack can come back, you can get uh that angle going. And then have the tiebreaker match at some point, I guess, whenever the uh, pay-per-view is coming up. I guess that's what, fe- February?
0: February, yes. <sighs>
1: Damn, that's a long time away. It's
0: a long time away. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, Lucha Brothers won. And then we had Kobe and Darby Allen versus the Butcher and the Blade. Um, it's the first time I've seen the Butcher and the Blade in action. Uh, the Blade's fine. Uh, the butcher is a fat old man that can't move very well, so he <laughs> probably shouldn't be in tag team matches against Cody and Darby
1: Allen. Am I wrong? Um, I'm not going to totally agree with you on that. I think the the biggest problem with this match was the stipulation coming in is if Kobe, Cody, Cody, and Darby Allen won, then they would have a rematch where, obviously, the first match ended in a time limit time limit draw. So, if you're Darby Allen, you kind of want your get back and to prove that you can beat Cody Rhodes, which obviously is a good storyline for Darby Allen. And if you're to play, the we're trying to get new superstars over this is how you start to get new superstars over now as for the butcher and the blade i haven't seen them as a tag team before they came in the AEW. i don't necessarily have a problem with them as a tag team i just think that no i just think that you kind of said it, it the butcher is kind of the you know he's the the heavy guy he's going to do the power moves he, i'm not expecting him to do you know, any kind of Keith Lee nonsense. I expect him to be, you know, rough and tumble. The Blade, I expect to be more of that guy. Um, I remember him from TNA. I mean, good, not great. So, I mean, in this scenario, they're better as a team than they would be as individual parts. So... I'm just going to let it play itself out. My only problem is is that they shouldn't have lost this match. If you're going to have them as a legitimate tag team, that you need to build them out. Losing I their thought second it was weird match, they lost too. Losing their second match to me was the second – biggest takeaway from this was, was I was like, well, damn, you know, they had this big entrance. They, you know, they beat down Cody. They won the their, de- their bu- debut match, which they should have. So now why not keep that momentum going? It just felt weird. So WWE what's the style. thinking behind having
0: them lose there, though? Um, I Honestly, to it, keep it, Kobe it, and Darby it, Allen strong, why it, can't they have those guys win uh, via DQ or via cheating or something?
1: I, if you were going I get – just say it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense in the sense that they lost the match. Everything up to this point made logical sense. Darby Owl was kind of weird just coming out to help Cody, but Cody apparently didn't have any friends, even though at the end he's helping out his friends catching a beat down, but we can get to that in a second.
0: Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll skip ahead to the end because I want to talk about uh, Jungle Jack Perry versus Y2J uh, last. So at the end, you have Young Bucks versus SoCal Uncensored. Let's see you. Um, the Lucha Brothers came out and made fun of... Christopher Daniels for <laughs> botching that spot last week, which he botched the fuck out of. I yeah. mean, it was a legit botch. I appreciate that Christopher Daniels is enough of a man to be able to take that uh, on screen because they showed him the phone. Right. All they did was show him the phone of his botch move, um, and then SoCal and censor comes out and beat the Young Bucks in not a whole lot of time at all. Probably less than ten minutes,
1: give or take. Yeah, it didn't. If it, it felt like it was sixteen, seventeen total minutes including the entrance give or take. So yeah.
0: Oh, I think it was less than that. And but Whatever, regardless you were sitting there watching it with me, you had already seen it. I hadn't seen it. I said, man, that that ended quickly. What's happening now? And then Dark Order came out. Dark Order comes out and they have a bunch of guys called the Creepers that are wearing Gimp masks and they come out and they beat everybody down. Surround the rain, um, Nexus are you, style. Are you okay with this type of development? It seemed kind of um, NWO, uh, maybe like low key NWO, like to low have key a, Nexus. When they surround the ring,
1: that that was the very first thing I thought was like, "This is that's the nexus type shit."
0: Right um, to where there's, there was probably fifteen guys.
1: Yeah, but that's you know that's why I was at last week. This is your cult of AEW. The um, oh, I can't think of the guys' names now. Um, and JPW doesn't have a cult, but that I don't, all they have is teams. They got factions. I mean. You know, that's... But
0: not a a cult, though.
1: Tomato, tomato. I mean, if you want to... No, tomato... No. Don't
0: tomato, tomato me. I'm saying that, like, if you want to present it as a true competition... Like, I understand sports entertainment, but NJPW does it perfectly is what I'm saying. You have LIJ, you have Bullet Club, you you have Tomatanga and all these guys that our teams, but it's all presented as a athletic competition. Okay, go ahead. Is the dark order a little
1: bit too much? I think they're trying to be over the top. You know, honestly, I Is think... Is that good? In this scenario, I don't think it's necessarily bad. It, it reminds me of, like, the the Ministry of Darkness back in the the 2000s in WWE. Not 2000s. Or was it in the late 90s? 97. Okay. That was over the top. You had, you know, Stephanie getting sacrificed, the whole shebang. I don't think this is much different. We're just, we're executing it differently. We're getting guys to follow a guy in a mask that is trying to, tap into your insecurities, whether it's goozing or being, you know, My out here by yourself. No. I don't have any insecurities. You shouldn't have any insecurities. Thank you. you okay. I'll say you're a handsome-ass man. You? Thank you. God. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Um, the two guys that were on the, the promo, the vignette last week, you know, they converted this week. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Ultimately, I, that's I get the where whole I want
0: this to go. I get the whole thing. I don't know if it's a main event style. The only If re- that would have happened at, I'll tell you what, I would have rather that that happened at the 8 o'clock hour than at the 9 o'clock hour. The 9 o'clock hour should have been Jericho versus Jungle Boy, which we can... Go ahead and segue into because Jericho versus Jungle Boy. Jericho said last week that Jungle Boy couldn't last ten minutes with him. No, he Jer- didn't. Jericho and Jungle no, Boy. Didn't. Jungle Boy and Jericho had a nine-minute match, and the last <laughs> oh, minute of the match shit. was Jungle Boy just getting just bitch. taking the lion tamer, bitch, or what do they call it. The walls of Jericho taking that for the last minute and they had they showed his mom in the audience his sister in the audience his grandmother in the audience uh he is Luke Perry's kid mm. and uh
1: that poor pastor right there. He's, he's, <laughs> like,
0: he's he's 22 and he's small he's very good uh my only problem with that match is that it just seemed a little too choreographed what it didn't seem like a real fight, it seemed like they were going from move to 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 move, which is something that wrestlers do, but oftentimes wrestlers have a little bit of fight in the middle of it. so what do you think about that match?
1: This is why it was it probably wasn't the main event um if you're thinking that it was a choreographed move to move to move to move um that's fine. I, I can kind of understand that, but I guess that's kind of the story that was being told. You have Chris Jericho, who clearly is the champion and has put this challenge out. Now, obviously, I don't think most, and I might be just, you know, taking a a leap of faith out on this one, but I don't think most people really knew who... Jungle Boy was until they started watching AEW, so let's just take that for the the premise that you don't know who Jungle Boy is, but you know who, you know, obviously Chris Jericho is, so yeah, Chris Jericho needs to, you know, be more dominant, make Jungle Boy fight from underneath, and then from that point, you know, Jungle Boy can get his offensive moveset in, which basically that's what he did, you know, his moveset is what end up playing out was it choreographed yeah but I mean this is choreographed as a a a whole you know telling of the story I don't necessarily think it was a bad match because it stuck to a script I just think that for Jungle Boy being as young as he is this was probably the best spot
0: I'm not saying it was a bad match
1: This, this shouldn't have been the main event. I yeah. get what you're saying.
0: For Wait, me, for me it was the most fun to watch because as a long-time wrestling watcher, I could see that Jericho was trying to put this guy over. Jericho was trying to make this guy look as good as he could. This guy's 22. They're obviously trying to make him a star, which why else would you put them against Jericho unless you're trying to make him a star? So
1: well, at least introduce him, to, like I said, to people that don't know who he is. So, Khan and Cody, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing about
0: AEW is that, I mean, we're eight weeks, nine weeks into the experiment, which is one way to put it. But, I, I mean, obviously Khan and Cody and the Bucks and Jericho or whoever else, they like this guy. And he's 22, and he'll fill out. He's really, he's really little. Yeah. But so was Darby Allen, and Darby Allen was the most over guy on the card that night. Yeah. He, he Last a, night. Yeah. He had a Darby monster Allen, pop. Yeah. He gets a monster pop. People love him. Kids love him. He's going to be a big time star. And it, you know, I start second guessing myself when, like, when I make fun of, uh, when I call the Undisputed Era of the Lollipop Guild, like, maybe I'm the asshole. Yeah, you are the asshole. Oh, is it, oh, is <laughs> yeah, it me? Oh, yeah, you're is the that asshole. possible? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, it's very possible. Sounds impossible that I'm the asshole. <laughs> no, it ain't impossible.
0: But I thought that of all the wrestling I watched this week, I thought Jungle Jack Perry, Jungle Boy, whatever you want to call him, versus Jericho was the most fun that I had watching the entire time. They had a ten ten 10-minute time limit because Jericho said he couldn't take it. Jericho said he couldn't last 10 minutes. Jungle Boy took the walls of Jericho for for a full minute, and that was fun. I mean, that's fun as a wrestling watcher. Yeah. It's so much fun. And they didn't make a big deal out of him being Luke Perry's kid. No. They had his mom and his sister and his grandma
1: there, which is it's also perfectly, very not, fun. But, but it's perfectly they, natural. They make a big deal out of no, it, No, this is his biggest match to date. Of course, his significant close family members are going to be And there. they
0: only said the name Luke Perry
1: once. Like, they didn't. They that's J R B and J.R. And I don't, I don't, don't care about I'm not even sure this.
0: it was J.R. that said it. Uh, also, can we talk about the uh, commentating on NXT and AEW, which is. Mar Ronaldo is the best play-by-play guy in the biz.
1: Uh, him and Kevin Kelly are to me one and one a. I, don't, I know I don't care which one. If I had a dream match, a, either or could be play-by-play, and I would be perfectly okay with it. I think Excalibur is spectacular. He is really good. And He's I, the consistent of man, the AEW He knows bunch.
0: every move. He knows every move that's getting ready to get done. Like, even when they fail at the move, he says the move. Right. Like, and I also, Shivani's so good all the time. It feels
1: like he kind of gets lost in the sauce sometimes. I don't think. Sure. like every now and then he'll say something. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, Tony's sure. here. You know, when he. Uh, but he,
0: he never says something stupid, though. No,
1: it just, it it feels like he's still trying to find his voice in. And it was nice to see him get separated and have the interview with Jericho after the match where you know Jericho yeah. basically you know denied all this and, and then he, no he, yeah, he no he didn't. Yeah, he did. No he didn't. Yeah, he did. No he didn't. Yeah, he did. And then uh you know made the offer to Mox again which makes it makes me go back to my initial point of why the dark order should have closed the the show last night. Is this is a cliffhanger week. They won't be back for 2 weeks. Right. So you co- you closed it and with Jericho Jericho did
0: that with Moxley that too.
1: It's a it's a closed show. You're doing it now, so now yep. you're like for two for a week, you're like, okay, well what the fuck? All the way up until the new year and then the new year will start. The other, thing that, going. the other
0: thing that I said to you before we start recording, and I'll say it to you again because we're on tape here.
1: <laughs> oh you're on tape now. Just to say, fucking jogging me. I'm talking about me showing my age. Go ahead. <laughs> JR has gotten better. I think it, and it's...
0: And I, to, I told you this. I said JR has gotten better because he knows the product more yeah, than he used to. it's like familiarity when he, now. When he used to fly into AEW or like take a real quick paycheck from NJPW or whatever, he wouldn't know the product. He wouldn't know the moves. I think that JR knows the characters now, and now he is better.
1: Which makes the show better. It makes the show better, and it also
0: kind of brings Jr. back a little bit, which, which is what everybody wants. Everybody
1: wants Jr. to be good again. I don't, know, man. There, there are people out there that don't want Jr. to be good. Fuck just, them. Don't you want you to be good? No, I want. No, I want Jr. to be good because I, I don't want Jr. to slide to the point where I'm like, okay, see, you got to go.
0: I don't think he's – he was there for – he was on the brink for a minute. It,
1: for a while, think, the first I think now shows, he's back. The first few shows were rough, but I think it's gotten better where I don't think that
0: – He called Butcher the Blade – or he called Blade the Butcher the other day, and he goes, oh, I should know who Butcher – I should know who the Blade is. It's got it written on his ass. <laughs> 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 and it's like he's an old guy who's trying to get by, but he's better than he used to be.
1: Like, But like I said... I'm I think, talking about the last two years. Yeah, I was going to say, his New Japan work was not very good. Let's just no, call it, it for what no. it is.
0: No, that's being nice. I, it was terrible. I get... His the, initial AEW stuff was terrible. Yeah, but I get, the why, I get why
1: you bring in JR on both counts. For sure. With JR. Ja- yeah, with New Japan, you don't have to bring in JR. You got Kevin Kelly, and that should be your guy that you're going to ride with. To you figure out the next plan for sure for AEW, Jim Ross, I thought kind of felt like he wanted to jockey to be the lead play by play guy, and I think now it's kind of like X-Caliber is taking that lead a little bit. Jr. kind of you know gets in on the second, and then Shivani sprinkles something in at the end.
0: Well, what's kind of weird about those three is that they're all Bob Euchers, Right. Which means they're all play-by-play slash color guys. Right.
1: Right? And it's going to be hard for three guys of the same milk to have three microphones and try to commentate on the same. I
0: I don't know. I thought, like, I mean, I watched the entire show tonight, the entire way through, and
1: I thought the three of them together were pretty good as long as Excalibur takes the lead. And I think that's the biggest thing because – Excalibur knows these guys, and he knows the product the best of the three. He needs to be the one that he also, tells the story.
0: He also knows every move, like when when the Lucha Brothers are trying that double underhook DDT uh, tag team move. I don't even know what's called. The Finisher called. on Kenny Omega. Yeah, uh, shit. I don't even know what's called. But when 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 they package do it, power
1: driver. At fact. least the move is the package power driver. Now what? Phoenix does to jump on top of it. Now, if say right. another word But when that, they do it, Excalibur, Excalibur knows, exactly, knows what, it, what it so exactly, exactly what it is. Exactly what it is right off the agree. bat. And that's what, where you're going to say Rinaldo is the same way. I mean, but, not well, only. Renal is a different. He's but, a different, I mean, he's but he a different guy. He knows the cat. move, but he just, he's so over the top with, you know, getting into the match. It just kind of, for me, it kind of drags me into it. I mean, it.
0: really the The dream, the
1: dream team would be Ronaldo and Excalibur. No, I wouldn't want both of them. I wouldn't want them both on the same. Too much. It 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 might be you know too extreme. Where Excalibur is pretty, you know, nut and bolts. He's really a technical kind of announcer. He gets excited, but not too excited. Where Morrow is. Totally, the complete opposite. Where at any given point, Mama Mia might come up, some rap reference might come up. So yeah, I just I think that it would have for me. It would have to be one or the other. I wouldn't want to have them both on the same time.
0: All right. Do you want to talk forever, or do you want to uh, bring this home at some time?
1: Uh, we can start bringing it home. Why
0: That's not? gonna do it for our three counts.
1: One, two,
0: three. JCB, tell us
1: about FMB. F&B Eatery on the corner of 3453 Southampton, Southampton and Marquette. Uh, I know I say this a lot, but this is one of those times where you need to follow F&B on Facebook because they were open for lunch today, but then closed early because the inclement weather has kind of gotten people off of their uh, usual schedules for the week. So, There are different hours, not normal hours, Monday through Friday, things along those nature, but like I said, this is one of those times where following them on Facebook at F&B Eatery would be a good thing, so that way you are abreast of situations such as this. So if you were like me driving here and thinking to yourself, you know, I might want to get to F&B, slide in there, grab me a burger before the pod, as I looked over, I saw they were closed. Didn't know they were closed. Hadn't looked on Facebook in a couple of days. That's what I'm saying, people. You need to be following these guys on Facebook so that way if you have that hankering to get something done, you know ahead of time. That way you Great have – Great breakfast. A... Go ahead.
0: Killer breakfast.
1: Oh, dear, I've never had the breakfast, but I'm, I love their breakfast. I'm just, I'm I'm just a one of those guy. guys
0: where – You sleep till 4, 8, 4 p.m.
1: I wish. That was the good old days. Um. No, but like I said, it's one of those things where, like Bill said, killer breakfast on the weekends. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, and then throughout the week, they have hours from 11 to 4. Then they close for an hour to reset, and then from 5 to 8, Tuesday through Friday. So, yeah, check my boy Mike out at F&B Eatery 3453. Tell him that ban from Ringside sent you.
0: This is Banned from Ringside. All right, a couple odds and ends. Uh, Seth Rollins and AOP, you cool with that? Because I'm cool with
1: it. Uh yeah, um, it gives for me. It's more about AOP. I mean, Seth is basically over at this point, whether you like him or not.
0: Yeah, but he's such a great
1: heel. He's such. Yeah, a he's nat- a, he's a better. He's, he's a more. He's a natural. I think heel. people naturally like to dislike he's got two him. Two
0: weeks as a heel, and he's so good
1: in it. Um, I I like this promo. Basically, you know, you know, I, it's the usual. I blame the fans promo, but. For him, it was just basically like, you know, I did everything you guys asked me to do, and you, you still kind of turned on me. So, you know what? Fuck you guys. Now we're going to beat down, you know, Rey Mysterio. You know, why? Because, you know, you helped out uh, KO. So, yeah, it's for me, I like the pairing, but it has to be at some point more about AOP, whether they challenge the Viking Raiders or, you know, Start having tag team matches and build up to a Viking Raiders uh, AOP match because that that has to be the end game. I mean,
0: all right. So next week we have Rollins versus Mysterio. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, it's going to be in a schmazz,
1: right? Yeah, KO should come back, and that should be your kind of mini Royal Rumble preview. Four or five guys in the ring. Obviously, Rollins and AOP having the numbers advantage and I would assume some sort of and, but the, the faces should come out of this, I would assume, but I'm probably wrong on that. Not a whole lot to talk about this week besides
0: what we have. Um, Marty scroll Marty Skrull?
1: Uh, I'll talk about this shit.
0: Please talk about Marty scroll No, uh,
1: NWA had their uh, pay-per-view, I guess that was Saturday night. I know we like to talk about all things chronologically, but this was more on the odds you and do. ends. Um, look, we can throw this on the odds and ends. <laughs> um, I watched it. I thought it was okay. I was a good. It was a little disappointing in parts. Um, the main event, I thought, was probably the best match. Uh, two out of three falls. James Storm versus Nick Aldis. Where you had James Storm having his pick of his referee and Nick Aldis having his pick of the referee. Long story short, Nick Aldis retains in a swerve where Camille spears um, Tim Storm and they form a faction, they being Camille, Nick Aldis, and the Wild Cards, the former tag team champions. So they're having their victory lap in the ring and then enters one Marty Skrull. So obviously Marty Skrull's ROH um, contract expired within the last uh, couple weeks of us taping, but I think it was last week when we taped. Uh, I think it expired, but anyway, he comes out, he makes his appearance. So for those who don't know, Marty Scurll and uh, Nick Aldis are real legitimate best friends. They grew, you know, grew up together, wrestled together. Recently, just had a title match against each other where obviously Nick Aldis went over. So now here comes the free agent, Marty Skrull, back to basically throw down the challenge to one, Nick Aldis. So now Nick Aldis said that he was going to start forming a team, So which made me perk my ears up because that means faction. And Jason loves his faction. So I was thinking to myself. Sure so "Who? Oh, I love your faction. I was like, so who's this faction going to be? And I like this faction. It was teams that Camille might turn on Nick Aldis leading up to this pay-per-view, so that was something interesting to see. Tim Storm, and obviously Nick Aldis had a uh, a title match uh, to start off the NWA Power episodes where if Tim Storm lost to Nick Aldis, he could never wrestle for the title again. Obviously, Tim Storm lost, so... As the referee coming into this match, I was thought that was a possible swerve. So there was a lot of intrigue coming into this. The faction was formed, and then on top of it, Marty Scurll came in to basically be with the NWA for the foreseeable future. How long that is, time will only tell. But obviously, for me, seeing him come in, I thought he was AEW bound for sure. But seeing him come to the NWA is a huge Feather in their cap It's probably a short-term feather, but it's still a feather in their cap. It's getting eyes to their product. Maybe it's a scenario where he has to wait a certain length of time. I don't know. Honestly, I don't care. For somebody that likes the NWA show and the product, I think, like I said, this is a huge kudos win for them, and hopefully this will give them more eyes on the product
0: this is banned from ringside okay this
1: is a programming note uh we're not going to have the beefers
0: next week uh there's a bunch of well obviously let's holiday know. stuff and vacation stuff we might not have the two beefers right until right january now. the 9th yeah two beers not even here right now we're not going to have the beefers until january 9th um but we will have the beefers on January ninth, which
1: we got to do Wrestle Kingdom the week before. We'll we, figure that out. We got
0: Wrestle Kingdom next week, and uh, Jason. Oh, no, two just, weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Jason. Next week
1: is a usual podcast. Next week, next
0: week it's just going to be me and Jason, so we could have a fight to the death. Who Who knows? Plenty I mean, of room down here. Uh, getting
1: ready to say. Yeah, ooh. One in your room. <laughs> I was getting ready to say it out. I'm looking around. Yeah, I could start. I could jump off some shit at this yeah. bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hold on a second, guys. No, no, no. Birthdays.
0: That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. wait. Oh, we got a bunch of birthdays this yeah. week. Uh, Gene Mean, R.I.P. Would have been 77 this week. Mar Ranallo is 50. Prima Cologne is 37. Oni Lorkin is 34. Otis do you know what Otis' oh, last name is? No clue. Fuck, no, you don't. Dezovich, uh Luke Damn. Gallows is only 36. He's younger than me. Uh, great Muda is
1: he's alive. He, yeah, he's alive. Uh,
0: 57. I was going to say 54. Jamie Noble, one of the great J&J security, <laughs> is 43. Cassius Oh no. Oh no. Is younger than me. He's forty and Rusev is thirty-seven.
1: Rusev day Rabbit Fever. Hey everybody, we
0: know there's tons of podcasts to we appreciate you guys listening to ours. For Tubier Zach Pullman. Check. For Aaron Bay. Check. for Reva the Dog, for Xander the Cat, Check. for Millie the Cat, Check. for Vice, for Shock City Studios, for Shox. Sam the Maller Mall, for Shox. Lucia Chris, for Furry Man, who did I forget? Uh, for Jason Cornelius Bell! I'm Bill oh, Vagans! Jack- Everybody, boo
1: the oh, heels! Oh, Merry Christmas, bitches! Merry Christmas!